What's up, dudes and chicks? This is Go Forth, and I'm your co-host, Jude. Hey, and I'm your other co-host, Crab. You gotta love like a man and fight like a soldier for those you love till the day you get older. Say what you mean and mean what you say. A man is faithful. Come what, come what may. What's up, Crab? How you doing, Crab? What's up, Jude? Long good time to hear to your, talk. Good to hear your voice. Thanks, bro. Uh, so how was how was uh, another day in the life of college? Oh, you know, sucky. Um, <laughs> just kidding. It's really not that bad. Um, no, I had. Well, I slept in this morning, which wasn't a good thing. Wow. Um, yeah, but I woke up and I drank some coffee, and then I went to class. And then I went to work, and now I'm here talking to you. That sounds like a really good day. I mean, really, only the last part sounds pretty awesome. Yeah. Also, the coffee. Oh, my gosh. Coffee is like a lifesaver these days. Wow. These days. You sound like you should give it up for Lent. Oh. (laughs) Called Uh, out. (laughs) Anyway. Put it. We'll talk about right. Lent in a second. Um, uh, yeah. Well, I just gave away what I want to talk about. Spoiler alert, people. It's supposed to be a surprise. Dang it. I Even always throw in surprises. It'll probably be included in the title somewhere. No. You <laughs> wouldn't do that. We have to lead sure. people astray. No, that's actually exactly what we shouldn't do. Oh, well, checkmate. You want to hear something crazy that happened to me today? Let's hear it. Okay. So it all starts off. I'm driving my man van. For those of you who don't know, um, I drive a man van. And it's uh, it's a fashion statement for sure. And (laughs) a lot of people are jealous of the man van. Do I blame them? Absolutely not. I mean, it's definitely something to be jealous of. But... I look down at ye old uh, mile gauge thing <laughs> where it says, like, how many miles you have left until your gas runs out and you're trapped on the side of Georgia 400. Um, and it had the big old number of five. And I was like, oh, man. Okay, why am I saying all of this? This isn't the point of my story. The story is, After I finally get to the gas station, I'm sitting there, and I just finished filling up, and I got back in the driver's seat, and a guy walks in front of the car, and you're never going to guess what his shirt said. It said, um... Original Gangster. That's right, Crab. At a boy. Oh, gee. And I was like, immediately, like, this guy's up to something. So, (laughs) jumps in his van, the work van. Wait, was it also a man van? Nah, now it's a work van. Total, total little sketchy, like white big van with no words on it. Oh, one of those. Yeah, very alarming. But I tried to remain calm. Okay, good. Until this happened, he threw that baby in reverse and was like trying to show off his like V two he has in there, and rams straight into a pole. No way! It was so awesome. And then he tried to (laughs) act like nothing happened. He, like, looked back. <laughs> like, his whole van, like, <laughs> boom. 
and then you you just act like nothing happened and just drove away. But I but I saw and I know. Original gangster, not so. Good. <laughs> that wh- is something whack- only an OG gangster could do. Oh man, it was crazy. It, it was awesome though. <laughs> Shout out to him, I guess. I'm guessing his name was like Jonathan or something. Yeah, probably Raphael. Oh, yeah. Or that. Anyway, so that was fun. Sounds but, like a blast. Yeah. Other than that, I uh, had a pretty good day. I went to school. Well, the high school that I'm currently serving at. For those who don't know, um, and it was good. I had some really good gospel reflections with the guys at lunch, and had. So I run this after school. Jude, you're in what? high school. Oh, man. Don't tell my mom. I had to escape Louisiana to come here to finish high school. Oh, my gosh. That sounds... Yeah, was... Huh? Sounds rough. I was in school for 12 years and never made it out of the fourth grade. <laughs> gosh. <laughs> I had that one teacher that you really just didn't like, but she also hated you, so she never passed you. Yeah. She was such a sweetheart. Anyway. Um, but, man, it was crazy. I, I kind of had, like, a a weird, like, moment with one of the kids. So there's one of the kids, he's, like, in, like, second or third grade. And he, uh, man, he gets so worked up over, like, the littlest things. Like, for example, um, he, he, like, raised his hand to a question that father asked and he got the the he got the question like completely wrong like 100% wrong and then kept his hand up as if he was going to i don't know like miraculously had it i don't it was a pretty hard question like i don't blame him but after like a couple kids answer he starts like almost crying and goes like no one ever calls on me <laughs> and i'm like dude like he just called on you and you got the answer wrong and I get it. I shouldn't have been that blunt with him, but like, <laughs> he was like, he's like, oh my gosh, and got all flustered. Okay. Fast forward to the playground. Um, a kid catches the ball and he kicks this kid while he's on the ground. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I was like, hey, don't do that. And he starts crying, like, he pushed me <laughs> I, was like, I was like look okay like we could talk about it but like don't do that and this is all for me to say like where where are your parents at like these i don't know it's sad to see so many kids they're so like they seem so like not not like sheltered but like not <clears throat> like nobody's like giving it to them like stop being like that you know what i mean yeah, true. Well, actually, I mean, me and my buddies back in elementary school, like when it was recess time, actually, we'd do this thing where we'd go in like this, this little like rocky pit that was behind the playset where nobody could see us, and we would just like fight, <laughs> like, like fist fight. No, <laughs> well, <laughs> it was like I don't. We would basically. I'm like, part of the. I'm part of the applesauce mob. <laughs> We Come basically on, just like brawl, 
like I don't know. Like we just like try to see who could hurt the other one more. We are like stoning people. What the heck's going on in the rock pit? <laughs> like, bro, call somebody and tell the them ro- about the rock pit and the things that go on there. The rock pit was a crazy place. <laughs> Absolutely wild. Wow. Anyways, I think it's time that we that we get into it. Let's uh. No, dude, I'm not as skilled in fighting as you are. No. <laughs> no, dude, I'm not trying to fight you. Oh, thanks, speedy God. Thanks, speedy God. I thought that's what they said in mass for the first, like, 18 years of my life. <laughs> so up until pretty recently. <laughs> well, you know, it was, I, I had a bit of a learning curve. Anyway, um, so to introduce it. So I was at Gospel Reflection, like I said, with some of the kids, and there is a young man who shall remain nameless, um, but he comes to Gospel Reflection sometimes, and he he's Chinese, he's awesome, and he's probably my favorite, but with I'm going to try my best not to imitate his accent. Because that's not politically correct. But he, uh, he posed a really good question. I mean, we're talking about Lent and stuff. And he said, yeah, I almost started doing his accent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make his face so that I feel better. But um, he's like, Jude, tell me why you Catholics. Okay, sorry. He's not Catholic. Tell me why you Catholics give up stuff for 40 days. And then like nothing really happens after. Like you give it up for 40 days, but then that's it. Like if, if it's really something that's like holding you back, why don't you give it up forever? And I like, <laughs> I was a little bit taken back. I was like, Oh that, man, that was a really good question. Um, and I like look at the other guys and I was like, well, what do you think? Um, <laughs> Classic <laughs> redirect. No, 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 not, not, because, <laughs> not, not because like I didn't have an answer, but just because like, I want to know what, these kids think about it because we kind of went around and I just had them like give them scale, give them, give them scales, give themselves on a scale from one to <laughs> how they feel like their Lent has been. And I don't know. They were saying like, yeah, one kid was like, yeah, I give up soda, but I'm gonna give myself a three. Cause I'm drinking soda right now. <laughs> it's like, the heck is going on, man. Um, it was just crazy. Like, I don't don't know, but it led me to a reflection of why do we give things up for Lent? Like what, what's it all for, you know? Yeah, that's a super good point. I know back when I was like growing up and Lent came around, like I'd always try to pick like something that wouldn't hurt me too much, you know, like I couldn't choose TV because that was a big part of my life. I was like, man, I watch TV every day. So like, that'd be too tough. Like, what's something kind of kind of the middle there that I could go without? So I'd usually pick, like, you know, the usual candy, soda, whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I think that some, I mean, some, I think a lot of people have the wrong idea of why we give up things. Like, I know a lot of people, especially people I've talked to recently, are like, oh, yeah, I'm giving up fast food. Or, like, I'm giving up uh, fried foods or whatever you know it's like this isn't a diet (laughs) i think that's what a lot of people like 
use it as like, okay, this is my chance to finally lose some weight. No. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's time the world hears it. Lent is not a New Year's resolution. Get out of your head. Yeah. <laughs> no, Lent is actually super, super important um, as to why we give up things. Mm. Um, I don't know if you – do you want to go into or you want me to do it? I mean, well, I I think one thing that really baffles me is, like I just said, like people people on Ash Wednesday are all like, I don't know if they're motivated or – being from Louisiana where it's like Mardi Gras season and it's like Ash Wednesday, like seems like everybody's at mass. Yeah, actually weird fact. um, The Ash Wednesday service is the most attended service of the liturgical year, which is crazy because it's not even like a holy day of obligation, which for any of you non-Catholics is a day that you're required to attend mass Bro, that's crazy. It's the most attended? Yes, like, it's actually, like, by a pretty big margin, too, which is crazy, because I know, like, even some of my siblings, like, who don't go to to church weekly, like, even they went, got their ashes. I'm like, what the heck? Called <laughs> out. <laughs> but I'm not going to, like, sit here and complain about that, you know? Like, sure. I think, because the ashes are kind of like, I mean, you know, the ashes are, remember, you are to dust, and to dust you shall return. But it's also like an outward symbol of our faith. So it's like you're walking around telling everyone, like, look at me. I'm a Catholic. And that's super cool to see, like, how many people are walking around Ash Wednesday with ashes on their forehead. Like, yeah, it's super awesome. Or even better, Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> All on Facebook with your forehead selfies. Back up from the camera a little bit. Dang. <laughs> but, I don't know, Matt. It's. No, it's crazy, but people, yeah. All it's, right. It, like you said, it's that, that that outward sign that people want to say, like, this is who I am, but, like, you're, you're bearing the cross on your forehead, but more importantly, you need to, like, bear the cross in your daily life. You need to bear the cross, um, like, spiritually, right? Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, I think, like you said, it, it it gets people to mass, which I firmly believe that God is. Uh, I mean, He's changing people through that. Um, but it sucks that it has to it has to be that way that people just go and then, like, what's the follow up? Yeah. Um, but the follow up, thanks, Speedy God, is. Um, really making Lent awesome, right? Yeah. And and like you said, like when we were little, it was easy to well not easy, heck, it seemed so hard to give up chocolate. Um and I don't know, like even even people now, like what'd you give up? Like I gave up I gave up Twinkies. Like why'd you give up Twinkies? Like <laughs> I don't know, I really like Twinkies. But are are Twinkies like actually stopping you from growing in a relationship with Jesus Christ? Is that is that what's going on? <laughs> like th- of all the things you could have given up or <laughs> something that I want to get into after or like do more of, like you gave up Twinkies. 
and that's your sacrifice. Like, how, how about you, you say, I'm going to commit to going to adoration once a week. I'm going to commit to try to make him one extra daily mass or not even that, like not even that I'm going to commit to saying a morning prayer. Yeah. And one thing that leads so many people like away from crisis is the things we struggle with internally. Like, do you actually see Christ in other people? If not, then maybe that's something you should start trying to do during Lent. It's about growing out of yourself and, and people lose that. Like, hey, I'm not bashing. Look, if you're listening and you gave up Twinkies and that's helping your relationship <laughs> with Christ, like, hey, more power to you. I'm on your side. But for all those people who are listening and you gave up something just because, like, you you like it, but it's not actually helping you grow in your relationship with Christ, we're only, like, a week and some change in the Lent. Like, make it concrete. Make it happen. Yeah. I think that's another good point, uh, which you said earlier. Like, maybe – it's not always like giving something up, you know, sometimes it's, it's offering something more, you know, like Mm -hmm. whatever, going to daily mass one time a week or like saying your rosary every day, whatnot. Um, which is another super good way to go about Lent. I know for me, like what I'm trying to focus on during Lent, actually, this is kind (laughs) of, it's going to ruin my whole Lenten resolution. But my one thing is like humility. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Not ironic, which I guess I just broke that. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna work on my humility. <laughs> humility is such like a touchy subject. Anyway, I'm really proud to say that. <laughs> oh my God, dang it! <laughs> All right, we can just we can go ahead with your point. We'll finish roasting you later. Well, I mean that's, I mean that's kind of the end of the. Point. Oh, that was it. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, no, right. you were making a point. Like, why Why did you pick humility? Because it's not always about giving something up, you know. Sometimes it's about working on your relationship with Christ. Um, like, for me, I'd say in a broad sense, Lent is about conversion. Like, mm. turning our lives more completely over to Christ, you know. Right. Um, and that that involves giving up sin in some some form, you know. Yeah whatever and it's not just to like the goal of lent isn't to just like abstain from sin because that's basically impossible um but it's to start like like pulling up the roots of sin out of our lives you know because as we form ourselves um and this is a way of forming yourself by like denying yourself some of these comforts Mm -hmm. um like through that we start to build our relationship with Christ because the farther away we are from sin, the closer we are to Christ. Yeah, dude. Crap. That was good stuff, bro. Dude. Thanks. Because, you know, it makes me think so often I tell people, um, so often it's like, man, uh, like whatever sin is like so hard and, and like the devil is so real and, and things like that. And, yeah, I, I mean, I get that. But we have to realize that as Catholics, as Christians, like our spiritual journey isn't just on the defense against bad. Like we're not always just like, oh man, like my day is about not sinning. Like that's not it. We're, we're missing something. Your day is about living in union with Christ. It's not always about fighting the bad, but rather finding the good. You know what I mean? And and it's just, 
I feel like so many people and myself, myself included, like, I'm not saying like, oh yeah, I've got it all figured out. Listen to me. But you know, I, I think oftentimes I lose myself in prayer because it's like, Lord, Lord, I, I'm so tired of doing bad. I'm so tired of doing this, like change my heart. And, but it needs to be more like Christ just help me to see you today and help me to stop focusing so much on what the devil is trying to put in my head, but rather like the love you have for me and the mercy you have towards me. And, and like you said, it's, it's about conversion. It's about those daily conversions, like saying yes every day. Yeah. I mean, much easier said than done. Like I said, we don't, I don't have it figured out, but and no one does. It's, it's a daily journey. For sure. Actually, I figured out that Lent is not only a Catholic thing yesterday. No way. Yeah. Actually, like Methodists do it and a few other like Eastern Orthodox whatnot. So it's interesting. Did not know. Wow. But that yeah. Is interesting. I think I think that's a good insight on Lent. Um, another thing I want to talk about mm-hmm. is the stations of the cross. Um, I mean, not like dive super deep into it, but like, mm-hmm. I just want to say how freaking awesome the stations of the cross are. Um, for me, like, I remember my mom used to like on Fridays during Lent, she'd make me go to like the stations and I was like, oh man, like my Friday night's ruined. <laughs> I have to go like listen about how Jesus died for me like again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh just the other week, I mean you already know about this because you were there, but for our listeners, um a few weeks ago I was with Jude and some other buddies and it was Friday. This is like last Friday, I think actually. And we like sat around a fire and we did kind of like our own stations because I know like whatever stations are usually someone's reading from a pamphlet or whatever, like these prayers. But instead we decided to like sit around a fire and we, um, we like for each station, we each gave like a little reflection on that station, which is super cool. Um, it was super, it was just different, you know? And sometimes like, I think we need to be creative in our prayer because Mm -hmm. we kind of just get stuck in this like repetitive (laughs) prayer which is like kind of kind of dumb, honestly, because if you're just saying stuff and you're not even thinking about what you're saying, why are you even saying it? Right. You know? No, that's a good that's a good insight. One of my one of my favorite things, one probably of my most spiritual experiences in my life was a talk on the seven last words and realizing that Christ on the cross for hours only said like a couple of minutes worth of things. Um, and and that's because he lived his life as an example, right? Like he didn't, he didn't just talk about things. He did things and he made it happen. And, and that's the example that he gave us. And uh, like he didn't go out like Socrates, like trying to preach while he's about to drink the poison, you know? I mean, obviously it was painful for him to talk, but I think there's something to be said there. And also he, I mean, knowing that, he would be back, right? Like that wasn't his, like humanly speaking, that's, those were his last words. But then 
the resurrection, right? And that's when he came back and, and his words have actually never really stopped, you know? Yeah. And that's like, that's what we're preparing for in Lent. Christ's death, yes, but like his resurrection. And that's what, that's what Easter is about, right? Easter isn't about shoving our fat faces with Twinkies. Like, gosh, I can't <laughs> get that image out of my head. Like, oh, yeah, it's Easter. I'm going to go drink Coke and shove my face with some Twinkies and listen to rap music again. Like, <laughs> congrats, dude. You've accomplished nothing. <laughs> well, maybe you've accomplished something. Who am I to say that? Yeah. <laughs> now I got that image in my head. I'm, tri- I'm triggered. Kid with like a Twinkie in each hand, just like going to town. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's Easter. Yeah, finally. <laughs> As if you didn't do that every Sunday during Lent. Oh man. <laughs> Actually, that's another good thing to talk about. Sundays during Lent. Because I've gotten that question a few times. Like, is it okay? Like, if I consume or whatever, partake in whatever I gave up on Sundays? And I don't, I mean, here's the answer I always give. I'm usually like, I mean, like, if you need it, sure, take it. Like, you know, (laughs) but like, just remember, like, why you're doing this. Right. Um, Because I know, like, some people try to use the argument, like, oh, like, you know, Lent's supposed to be 40 days. And if you, if you take the time from whatever, Ash Wednesday to the night of Holy Thursday, it's 44 days. So that's why you can cut out the Sundays, because. Um, it brings it back down to 40 days, but <laughs> it's like, all right, whatever you need to do. do it's it. when you but, say something like, do you hear yourself right now? <laughs> you record weak. them talking and then start playing it to them. It's how weak we are as humans. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. Definitely. Yeah, I would, <clears throat> I would agree with you on that. Like if you're doing a few things, maybe like relax one ish. But like, if you don't, if you don't need to do it, like make that sacrifice. Like, yeah. like we always hear, offer it up. What is, man, for so long in my life, when people would say offer it up, I, I, <laughs> I thought that meant like, no, I'm being serious. Like do it. <laughs> <laughs> I never understood offering things up, but ever since I, ever since I have, well, I guess I should say like what that means for me. Um, Okay, segue. Offering things up is super important. And that's one big thing we can do during Lent. Like when things get hard, when you're like sitting on your couch, rubbing your stomach, like, man, I really want a Twinkie. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, I need to stop using that image. Oh, man, I'm disgusted. But <clears throat> like think about that one person in your life who, who's struggling with something real. You know, think about those those people in your life that um, just need a special prayer. Think about your family members and just say, you know what? If I'm not strong enough to to do it for myself and and like my own spiritual health, then I'm gonna offer this up for them. I'm gonna do it out of love for them. Ultimately, Christ. Um, I feel like that's one big thing. Uh, I always get the image of, of running every time I run and it gets really hard. Like I get super tired towards the end. Um, <clears throat> and like the last stretch, like last quarter mile, I'll get 
super um, unmotivated. And I'll say like, man, I really don't want to do it. But then if I think of one of my brothers or if I think of one of my nieces or my nephews, I instantly want to run harder. Yeah. Like in that moment, I could just offer it up and say, you know what? I'm just going to kill it. I'm going to do it for them. Yeah, it's like free adrenaline. And another thing on top of that, like offering things up, um, I don't know if you listened to the gospel on Ash Ash one breeze over that one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The gospel on Ash Wednesday, beginning of Matthew 6. um, Jesus basically like, he's just saying like, whatever, you know, when you fast, don't make it known that you're fasting, you know, because whatever, that's what, that's what hypocrites do. Whatever. They're like, they'll fast and then, that like disfigure their faces to just like make it known to everybody that they're fasting like what do you (laughs) like if you're really offering it up just like whatever make it between you and god it doesn't not everybody doesn't know and that's like another thing with the whole humility thing is like whatever that's another that's one thing everybody can always work on is humility so that's another focus that uh, all of us can have during this lent is just like trying to make it a personal conversion Right. I like, I like the way you said uh, a personal conversion. And I think since we're, our time is kind of running out, I'll try to make this last point <clears throat> quick. Oh, we're at but, 30 minutes. Huh? We're at 30 minutes. Yeah, I know. It feels like we just started, but anyway, um, one thing that is super important is, um, not comparing the things you're doing for Lent to what other people are doing for Lent. Um, Like so many people hear of all the guys doing Exodus 90 right now, or the girls doing Fiat 90. And they think, man, what I'm doing isn't like, isn't really that tough or isn't really that extreme. Like you have to realize like where you are, you're in a personal relationship with Christ. So stop, stop comparing yourself to other people and what they're doing. But I mean, also on, on that note, like, don't, don't like feel, uh, like anger towards someone. Cause you feel like they're trying to like boast and what they're doing, you know, like if you ask somebody what they're doing, they're like, Oh, you know, I'm just uh, sleeping on a, a plank of cardboard and, uh, taking <laughs> cold showers. And I, uh, I actually gave up all food and drink and uh, all these <laughs> like, Hey man, they're in a personal relationship with Christ too. And like, maybe they're doing something that's leading them closer to, to him. Right. Like it's not a competition. Lent is not a competition. Get that out of your head. It's about you on a personal lever le- lever. You're on a lever <laughs> and the lever is going down. Um, <clears throat> no, it's you on a personal level growing closer to Christ. So pray about that and um really really seek christ's answer don't just say like whatever christ is calling me to give up this one thing because i really like it no christ doesn't want to see us suffer christ wants to see us grow closer to him so make that your mindset any any final thoughts crab pull the lever crunk yeah, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. hot shot.
yeah, closing thoughts. I mean, all I have to say is just go forth. <laughs> God, that was so deep. You even gave us a dramatic pause. Oh, actually, I know what I want to do right now. I just want to apologize for last episode. I'd like to explain myself. (laughs) Yes, please do. Well, if you listened, you'd probably notice that I did not sound very peppy or enthusiastic at all. It's because he hates talking to me. (laughs) Let me explain why. (laughs) So basically, it was like 8 a.m. on a Tuesday during college. Um, So naturally, my roommate was sleeping. And I did not want to wake him up. So I was in the bathroom um, <laughs> trying to record this podcast, but still not trying to wake him up because you could still hear. <laughs> so I was trying to talk like quietly, but like at the same time trying to be enthusiastic, but it just wasn't working. <laughs> yeah. No, and, and I, was, I was not very excited. I thought for sure like we were never going to post that. And it was just uh practice run you probably heard me say like well since it's a practice we could just do this um (laughs) so yeah but that was kind of us just trying to figure things out but now we're ready one day we'll look back at that podcast and just be like wow look how stupid we were (laughs) yeah that day was the day we recorded it (laughs) oh man but awesome um Guys, we want you to feel free to hit us up um, on Crab. What can I hit us up on? We haven't made anything yet. We have to make something. All right. Well, I was about to say hit us up on Anchor. Like anybody has an Anchor. Oh, yeah. Well, that's one way. You can just go to our Anchor page. You can send messages for now. Go forth. Um, But we're going to try to set up like an email probably like go forth at gmail.com or something. Yeah. Uh, so be on the prowl. We'll update you in the future. That's but, it. Yeah. That's go forth. G E A U X. Gox. Yeah. Gox. Um, all right. Oh, and also we'll probably be available on Spotify and iTunes and such soon. So be on the prowl. This is the second time you said be on the prowl. Can you tell us what that means? Well, the devil is like a roaring lion. Looking for someone to devour. Yeah. Uh, that That's, what is that from? The Psalms or something? No. Yeah, it's from the Psalms. Yeah. No, best best friend, breast, breast. <laughs> breast. <laughs> best. Oh, man, that was a bad one. Oh, man. Best friends finish each other's Psalms. That's a tongue twister, bro. You know, it okay. could have been cool the well, first time you said it, but after you butchered it like four times. <laughs> best friend, best friends finish each other's psalms. <laughs> All right. I think we have found a perfect stopping. <laughs> <laughs> okay, people, thank you for listening. Um, this is Jude. And this is Christian, and you are invited to go forth this Lent. Go forth. The podcast is ended.